listening to the Late Registration Podcast, a podcast that inspires teachers, administrators, and parents to grow in their knowledge, skills, and abilities while working towards creating more accessible and equitable educational spaces. I'm your hosts, Ashley and Michelle, we're educators, moms, and SEL fanatics, and we are obsessed with empowering the next generation of leaders. Join us as we change the narrative on misbehavior and discuss all things education, including building connections, restorative practices, behavior, and social-emotional learning. We want this community to be a space where we lift one another up and support each other without shame, judgment, or bias. Trust us, you're in a safe space. Starting right now, you have the opportunity to reach your hand back and bring your friends and colleagues along for the ride. Are you ready? Let's go. about the teacher shortage yes and so we're back here again talking about the teacher shortage but just in a different light and so Michelle you want to tell what we're going to talk about with teachers today yeah so we have been hearing um, online and through social media these horror stories of teachers who um, you know maybe they signed their contract at the end of last year and then over the summer just thought you know I don't know if I want to do this, Mm -hmm. and maybe they missed the, um, the, the, like a magic date date in July or something. 45 days before the start of instruction, and, you know, maybe they were one or two days late, or, um, I know that I read one where a lady was having some really, um, pretty significant mental health Mm -hmm. struggles, and, her therapist was the one that said, you know, I really think that you need to rethink about going back into a classroom this year. And of course, she was in seeing the therapist because it was less than 45 days and she was already like feeling the trauma and the panic, the anxiety, the fear. um, And her district refused to release her from her certificate and one of the reasons that they cited was the teacher shortage. Yeah. And that, you know, it was kind of, whereas in the past, I think that districts were normally, unless you were leaving because of like a disciplinary issue, I think they were pretty like. Pretty lenient about Yeah. yeah. Um, but boy, this teacher shortage, I think, has really brought oh, out. Yeah. Um, wow. We even got, I think, uh, some somebody wrote in saying, I think they were in Fort Worth, and uh, they were moving kind of outside of Fort Worth, even a different county, not even yeah. Tarrant County. Um, her husband had gotten a job and, a, and they were moving and uh, she, they weren't able to, I don't know what district it was. It, I don't know if it was, I don't think it was Fort Worth ISD. I think it was a different district, but they would not honor, they, were, they would not release her unless they found um, somebody to have that position because even though they were moving to a different county outside and the drive was going to be like an hour can't even each imagine. way they were like well sorry we don't have enough teachers so too bad yeah sucks to be you yeah. leaving your house at 4 a.m 4 to-, to get there and then you don't think about too like i mean i don't know if there was any compensation that was gonna you know what were they trying to do to make it so that she would want to stay and how hard that would be to make that decision like yeah what do i do i bet they did zero yeah to make her want to stay (laughs) 
I mean, let's face let's, it, yeah. they don't they offer have incentives. Best track record no. There. Yeah. And I think all districts, I don't know of one who really does offer like if they're faced with losing one of their, you know, Staff. really terrific yeah. all-star teachers, do they offer them extra? I don't think they do. Yeah. I could be wrong. Right. Maybe we don't know about it, which honestly we shouldn't know about it. Yeah, cuz that would maybe yeah. change some of that. Yeah. You know. But I just think, you know, if my husband got a job and we had to move, like that's just not something no. that sometimes you know is going to happen no. within before 45 days of the first day of instruction. Right. right. It's like, do you have to be moving out of state? Were they, if she moved to Oklahoma, did they expect her to drive in from there? I don't know. You know what I mean? Or, you know, South Padre, got to drive on up. It's the same state. It's the same state. I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, the lady with the mental health issues, I feel like after just all the things. Yeah. Not saying, you know, the least of which would be the increase in violence and student mental health structure uh, struggles on campuses. Like, I feel like very valid for her to. Right. You know, and right. and I don't know. Maybe there was an issue on her campus or something. I mean, I don't know um, all the details of that. But it's like, why? Like, if I'm a district and somebody came to me and said, hey, I'm having panic attacks. Yeah. I am, you know, I am not well mentally. I feel like I'm hanging on by a tether. Yeah. Why would I want them in a classroom with children? With children. Because you don't know what could happen as far as kids being unsupervised because she's having a, you know, a, a crisis. Yeah. Or even teacher, you know, either Abuse. self-harm or harming the yes. students. I mean, it could be, there's just so many different things. And you think about when children witness that, they're not witnessing healthy coping strategies. So they're not having that model. Even though I know we're teaching Gosh. SEL, they learn the most from our behaviors. Sure they do. You know, and if we're not emotionally regulated and if we're at a place that we really shouldn't be because we're forced to be there because we don't want to lose our teaching license for a year or whatever the the carrot that they're trying to dangle, that's that's just detrimental. Yeah, to everyone. Yeah. And I mean, I think that that would probably negatively affect the entire campus. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, agree. but it amazes me that they're okay. And like, if I had to drive an hour or more to get through traffic and to get to school what because kind of my husband, yeah, because my husband moved and they refused to release my certificate, do they want me in the classroom? Because I'll probably not show up. Right. In the greatest mood. <laughs> in the greatest mood at all. I'm not going to be a team player with my. During PLCs, I mean, you just—I'm yeah. not gonna stay late to work. That's for that's sure. That's for sure. Because I got to be able to eat dinner and go to sleep, and then get back up at four a.m. to be here. Yeah, like to me, it just seems like, you know, instead of focusing on what the real reasons are that we had this huge shortage, and and getting to the root of that. Yes. You know what? Are, we we're seeing all the symptoms. We're seeing all the things that they're trying. Like, that's another area too. I don't know if we want to discuss this, but yeah, why how, not? <laughs> is that they're they're certifying teachers or letting people who 
don't even have a degree and we're giving them like a raise as well like they're getting more than the teacher who went to college or got alt cert i just remember back when i first started teaching at, and it was like if you were alt cert alternatively certified that was like a dirty word it was like no we want people who just have a bachelor's which i thought was weird because it's like that they have a lot of training in those alt cert programs like yeah. i think they're they're great and then now we're we're even scaling back even more like it used to be that you know a highly qualified teacher was this and now we're yeah we can take anybody because yeah because we're we have a teacher shortage right. and we're not willing to change change any of the structural things that make teachers not want to be there the systemic yeah gaps yep. in all the things i wonder if i don't cuz i just think you know so many teachers didn't return so many new teachers how many are we going to burn and churn because they don't realize what they've gotten into right you know i mean i think that's huge too yeah because especially if they haven't gone through any type of i mean real training you being a first year teacher i would say first through third year yeah teacher, i was gonna say i didn't really start feeling my groove until maybe my third or fourth year yeah like yeah. being a new teacher, even with the best training yep. program and the best teacher supports education and, and support, yeah. is still a trial by fire. Yeah. And a lot of people don't make it through. Mm -mm. But then we have people that, you know, I'm like, God, I had to do all sorts of things to get certified here in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I had experience, so you know. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I was certified first in Kansas. Yeah. And I had to get, I had to come here and take a completely different test because they weren't yeah. the same. And, you know, it was a lot harder. You it know, was it a was, lot harder. It was a lot harder. And I was like, wow, this is a lot. But I thought, no, this is what a, you know, I kind of bought into the, this is a high, highly qualified teacher. This is what it's supposed to be. And now I've, I just kind of feel, you know, I well, don't know. I don't know. They keep dropping. I feel like, and not speaking of like any district in particular, but just like as a whole, mm -hmm. like the whole education, public education system, I wonder if they, you know, are do they have no issue lowering their standards because they don't really value anybody anyway? I think you might be right. You know? Yeah. I mean, like I have, you know, <laughs> we have, we were big suckers and got sucked into adopting a couple of pit bull puppies a year ago uh -huh. from the I remember that <laughs> from the from the local animal uh -huh. shelter and I love them but one of them is like the biggest destructive asshole that's how I have one too but he's a husky oh very destructive yeah so Biggie um I mean he is so cute and he's so sweet but he is just I think he's Board, especially since school started, and everybody's gone. you know, yep. so he um, chewed up two of those crate line because we crate them during the day yeah. when we're not there for obvious, obvious reasons. reasons. Yeah, he's chewed up two of those. No, three of them. So I, and you know, I didn't even like get upset because when I bought the third one and stuck it in there, I didn't really expect it to last long. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. You, know? you already knew what happened before. Yeah. So yeah. I just like had my, I didn't have any standards for him right. and he proved me right. So uh, sidebar, we've got a canine ballistics 
dog mat that I... I need to get one of those. I didn't want to buy it because it was expensive. But I'm like, but I'm buying a $40... Matt every he's, time. Yes. Yeah. So, if I would have done that the first, first time, time. Then, yeah. So we'll see. It just came in today. I'll, okay. I'll keep you posted keep you on how it holds yeah. up. But I wonder, like, do they do, you know, the education system, does it not bother them to lower the standards like that? Because they don't really feel like educators are that great anyway. I, you know, and that's the thing I think, too. I think that they don't really have any belief that we can do what we can and then even when things are outside of our control, and I, I don't want to belabor the whole Uvalde situation, yeah. but I feel like it's, Gosh. you know, it's kind of like the, the teacher's fault or whatever. We wish we should have known or we should have- Who left the door, let the door open. open. And, you know, it's like, we're expected to be babysitters, social workers, all those things, which I'm happy to do. But then it's like, but they're harping on teachers too about test scores. And I can't get a kid who I'm trying to work with to get emotionally regulated to take a test. You know, I, we have to have that time for that. And I think a lot of teachers were like, you can't put 35 plus kids in my class and expect me to, to do miracles, you know? Yeah. And that's what we're, and then we're not compensated fairly. Um, and don't even get me started on the professional development hours we have to do, you know? Yeah. Just, it's a lot. So many things. It's a lot. So many things. And then come back and do it the next day. Yeah. And you can't tell me that, um, you know, a part of not, you know, that it being a mostly women's profession isn't a huge oh. part of yes. why, it, you know, it's kind of like we don't know because we're, everybody's swimming in it, so we don't see it. Right. And so for years teachers have just done it because that's what you did and now I think especially with this newer generation I'm a Gen Xer are you a Gen Xer are you a millennial born in 82 I don't know I don't know I think I'm like on the on the cusp cusp a little bit yeah Yeah. so I can remember a time not having a computer in my home but when I was like in high school we got a computer in my home yeah yeah, no, I learned to type in high school. I'm a typewriter. <laughs> no, I learned. <laughs> did I learn on a typewriter in middle school? It might have been a computer. But I got to. I got to Google it real quick. Okay, yeah, see what I am. All right, but you know, I feel like Gen Xers and like um, the older millennials are were like raised in an environment where you just did. What, what you, you were told. told, yeah, and especially for a job, yeah. and you're thankful for the job, yeah. And you don't bite the hand that feeds you. Yeah. But I feel like these younger millennials and, like, they, they don't put up with anybody's up. BS. Have you heard of the quiet quitting? Yeah, Which is not really quitting. But yes. it's just actually coming to work, doing the work you're supposed to do, not doing three people's job, not, you know, doing things because your boss is piling it on to you. You're doing mm-hmm. the job that you're expected to do you have a great work-life balance mm-hmm. you know and not saying that you're doing a bad job you just say stating these are my boundaries yeah and it's hilarious that doing your job like yours is it's called quiet quitting quiet quitting <laughs> and like a disservice to the company right. it's like but you hired me to do, to these, do things. these things you didn't hire me to go above and beyond right and that's the hard part, like you said, a female-dominated workforce because yes. a lot of times we do go way 
above and beyond. We are quiet, not quitting, but we do all these extra things, um, extra duties as assigned. Yes. We will bend over backwards yeah. to do those things. Yeah. You know? And never once question it. Right. Like I think now, because these the younger millennials are bringing all of it up, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Why are we doing Why are all we this? Why are we doing this? They didn't, don't have to do that. Yeah, it didn't, like, get me anywhere right. for it. It didn't. And all you know I got was more. More. More work, <laughs> more responsibility, and less pay. And more debt. I think yeah. And I just hear them talking about, too, how a lot of millennials, um, you know, they can't buy homes. Yeah. You know? I and know. it's just, you know, now... You know, as a teacher, I was able to save up enough money, and when my husband and I got married, we were able to buy a house, but yeah. I don't know if that's going to be the case for a lot of these young teachers now. I don't either. Not if it stays. The status quo. The status and quo. And at least, you know, in a lot of places, too, can they afford to live where they teach? I was just going to say that. I had a, um, a colleague who's, she had a very interesting point that, and she had a superintendent in their family okay um and she was like you know he would always encourage his teachers to live within the The city city they teach because the community needs that support and they need to know that you're tied into the community and blah 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 and um you know i don't i would imagine that there wasn't like any you know penalty for not for not but, it's very but it was like encouraged. hey if yeah. you can you know live inside the city you know you've got more grit in the game the community knows you have more grit yeah. in the game um and you know that's odd because when I was doing a training um at one of the schools you know the administrator was like you know she's here to support she's got a lot of reasons but the biggest are because her kids go here see and she's invested which I feel like I'd be invested anyway but she's got a point she's got a point you feel a little bit more this this is where I'm sending my kids you know and I think his point was if like if there was a bond issue or something like that that was best for kids having the community support the teachers that lived in the community and support the kids and you're able to vote in those yes whereas a lot of teachers who don't live in that community aren't able, aren't able to, to. so that's like you're hoping that everybody that lives there will but you're yeah. not in that you're right I never never thought about it that way that the, just the perks of it yeah but what are we doing to make that possible we're not is there a <laughs> teacher you know I remember when I when we first bought our house I was able to get like a teacher no down payment mm-hmm. thing or something it was like all right we had to make a we had to make a minimal down payment it was very you know small in comparison to probably what most people make I don't see any of those programs, you know. Going I on. haven't or heard like, hey, of those if you buy, in years. Yeah, you know, in this area, we'll yeah. put you know twenty percent down for you, or yeah. um, or even just homegrown programs. Like once you graduate yeah. from our school district, you know, if you become back, you'll you could be a teacher here, and yeah, you, can, you know, here's our teacher, you know, first year teacher housing that's cheaper, you know, yeah, if you work here or whatever, you know, we have. A, a discount with these apartments or like they do for physicians yes. who, who work in rural or whatever or title one areas. areas yeah yep yeah we don't get <laughs> we that we don't get that and I just think it would build so much yes you know yeah. absolutely I mean it would be such a benefit in a strong yeah. community and and then you wouldn't want to leave 
your community because it would be your family. Yeah. You know, I feel like for a lot of teachers, they felt like the stepchild. And I hate to use that term, but you know what I mean? Like Cinderella kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, you're part of our family, but we're going to treat you. Yeah. You clean up everything for us. Yeah. 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 Or you can come to the dinner, but you can't get a plate. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or a fork. You can serve the dinner. You can serve the dinner. You can maybe have the leftovers, but not the good leftovers. But not leftovers. the good leftovers. Not the ones we really want to eat yeah. today. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And, God, that would be amazing if teachers who taught in Title I areas could get yeah. – I wish – why can't we be independently wealthy and start you foundations? Start foundations where they did that. Like, here's a piece of land or yes. you can build a house or whatever, you know, yes. places that aren't landlocked or just – I mean – because let's face it, like they have the HUD home uh-huh. program. Yeah. Our teachers are not that far no. from right. qualifying. Right, no. From that. There's a lot of us that are a couple paychecks away from yes. being in that situation. So I yes. just think there's got to be more support in that area as well. Just more wraparound services for teachers. You yes. know, I think some districts are trying to help with that with, you know, child care. Because I know mm-hmm. when I had my kids, that would have been great amazing amazing to have a discounted Mm -hmm. daycare right there or if I needed to go and see them or pump and or feed them or whatever I could do that um but yeah it was just so hard it was yeah unnecessarily hard and expensive you know unnecessarily hard and expensive I just remember having two kids in daycare at the same time and it was more than my mortgage by like four or five hundred dollars yeah you know and that was really hard to juggle yeah you know and I think it's for everyone I think it is but then I couldn't really stop teaching either no I know yeah it's like you needed that $300 that you had left over for a paycheck (laughs) that was a couple groceries yeah Yeah. some Mm -hmm. diapers yeah keep the gas on maybe yeah it is I just feel and I was trying to think and I meant to look it up before but I'm a horrible podcast host and I didn't do any homework but I can't think of any other profession where if I'm sick or a family member is ill and I need to yep. quit to take care of them yep. or we have a move or whatever the reason that my credentials wouldn't go with me because I literally earned and paid for them. On my own. On my own. Right. My district did not pay for them. The state of whatever, Texas, yeah. wherever you live, did not pay for them. You did. Either you're paying yeah. the loans off now or somebody in your family paid for it or whatever, but that is your degree, credential, all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I think that is a shame. It, how can they like. It's robbery. I so mean, if you think about it. They take it away for at least a year. For at least a year. Yeah. And so then I can't get a job that. I, I, yeah, it's a real punishment. It's a punishment. And, you know, you don't see any doctors being, oh, well, we're going to hold your, you know, medical license because... you left our hospital. You left our hospital and kids are suffering for no. it. You have no. to do the most, like, medical malpractice to get your, yes. you know, license taken away. And maybe more than once. Right. Right. <laughs> We've heard all the podcasts. <laughs> Dr. That's Jeff right. Or whatever. <laughs> That's right. I'm a true crime writer yeah, at heart. Yeah, true crime monkey right here. We know what they do. Yeah, it's like, you know, or if I'm an architect and I need to leave my firm in the right. middle of a project, 
that could be like millions of dollars. Yeah. That I can still go and get a job somewhere else. I just may not put that on my resume. Yeah. That I work there. But I mean, me. that's I still have the capacity to make money. And the qualifications yeah. that I've dedicated yeah. my life and a lot of money to getting. Right. I you know when you said I don't know any profession where when you're sick and I thought you were going to say you still have to make lesson plans and stuff for your job. Like, I can remember, do you remember when swine flu was around? Yes. I had it really bad. I was like, I mean, it felt horrible. Um, it, to me, it actually felt worse than having COVID. I'll just say that. Uh, um, I know because there's different levels of COVID. So yeah. I don't want to like, downplay anybody's experience, but it was bad. And I came up to work take stuff home to grade even though I could barely stay awake for like an hour or two at a time that's terrible isn't that horrible and the janitor saw me and, and was like what are you doing here I was like I have to I have to grade things you know I was just like like about to faint you know and she's like okay well get out of here so I can re-clean your classroom yeah so that when people come here tomorrow but that's what I was thinking like how messed up is that mm-hmm. you know yeah. We should ask for those types of stories next because I we've all had had those, and we see it on social media. Like I literally went into preterm labor and and still thinking about yes, all and the my principal emailed right. needing my sub plans or you know what have you, and just you know it's weird because we know we don't have to do that. We saw during COVID people coming together. Yes. You know, when we didn't have subs, you know, I saw like central staff and a lot of districts were being deployed and they were going out. We saw PLCs meeting together. Okay, this teacher's out. Let's get the sub, the plans. Yeah. We can meet with the sub beforehand. So we can do those things. I think people look at like, okay, COVID was so bad, but there's a lot of like structural community Mm -hmm. things that went on. that That happened. Yeah. But I think it either brought your school team closer together yeah. or it shattered it yeah. in a million pieces I agree. and you know and yeah I, yeah because I would I mean I would totally cover lessons plans oh, for my neighbor yes. if she was on for whatever a lot of times they're doing the same things yes too, so it's like why not like that's one thing I do like about you know school different than when I was a teacher I mean, we did, you know, a lot of the same things, but I feel like it's so much more of a community now. Like, I feel like, even I think about my own kids, like, their teachers and the neighbor next to their teacher knows about my kid. Yes. You know what I mean? That neighbor, neighboring mm-hmm. teacher knows, they know what's going on. Yeah. It just feels like a real sense of community, and I think that's one thing people don't want to recognize with COVID is that yeah. we kind of had that built in, and then now we're just going to turn it off. You know, it's like everything's back to normal, Yeah. but we still have all these issues yeah we're having all these aftershocks and tremors yeah with both the adults and the kids I think yeah and yeah that's yeah I would love to hear more stories you know I know that we've gotten a couple that have been sent to us and we've we've read about some of the news but um you know, for our listeners, we are on Facebook. Yes. We also post ours on LinkedIn. Yes. We're also on all the podcast networks, you know, Amazon and Stitcher and all that. But, um, and then we're also on Twitter, too. We have a Twitter yes. account. So I think we should ask for people to, whatever platform is best for them, whether it's um, Facebook, Twitter, 
um, Instagram. Instagram. We have an Instagram. Oh my gosh, yeah. we have so many social media things. We're very profesh. We are. <laughs> Being a professional, we're on LinkedIn. So we're going to post Oh, we this. are? No, we I'm are. Kidding. I'm kidding. We're going to post this on our platforms. Yeah. And we would love for you to either comment or if you feel more comfortable DMing us. Um, Absolutely. And being anonymous, we can share your story anonymously. But we'd love to hear from you about those situations where you look back and you're like, why did I do that? Yeah. And What was I thinking? What was I thinking? This job doesn't value me as much as I thought they did. Or maybe even, too, maybe stories about, you know, if you've had an experience, or you've heard of an experience of someone who um, is, is in danger of having their teaching license revoked for a yeah. year or whatever their, their state requirement is where you live. Yeah. You know, because I think the more we put these stories out there and people hear, mm-hmm. that's when we can have real change. Yeah. You know, we're just telling these stories in isolation and just complaining you know, you don't really have a voice. And so, yeah, I think. absolutely. And we are sleep with the fishes types of people. We are. I think that's a Kansas thing. I think, I, think so I really too. do. I do too. Yeah. Cause you know, it's like, we don't like, we would never quote unquote out someone right. or, you know, accidentally drop a name or anything like that. Right. So please know that, you know, everything's going to be on the up and up with yeah. us. And yeah. we would only share what you Gave us permission to share, you know, type of things. But, yeah, I would love to hear that and just, I mean, I feel like, too, you know, when you're just starting and you have so much enthusiasm is when you fall more into those types of situations where you're like, why the heck did I I do that? I didn't, why did I do that? Why did I think that was okay? And, you know, part of it is on the system. Yeah. And part of it is on us, us. not valuing our own, ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. It's kind of, it's weird to hear you say that because I'm thinking about all the things I say to my kids. Yeah. Value yourself. Love yourself. Respect yourself. Respect yourself. And then I'm like, have I been a good model of that? You know? And that's a hard kind of pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. But... I think there's always there's always redemption and there's always growth. Yeah. So it's not the end of the world, but um, I definitely need to practice what I preach. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things, a lot of times when I was in situations that I probably should have gotten out of professionally, personally, I'm just saying in general, I'm just saying yeah. all the life choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might have a few of those. <laughs> just a few. Just a and, few. And it's like, I just thought it was kind of normal. Yeah. Because everybody else... <laughs> In a way, everybody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and what is it that saying, like, if everybody else is doing it, if everybody jumped off a cliff, would you? It's like, we kind of all did. We kind of all did. We absolutely we did. did. Even after hearing the splats at yep. the bottom. Yep. I mean, we did. We did. And, man. Yeah. I think, too, like, our generations, which you are a baby Gen X. Okay, baby Gen you X. S- you slid in. Yeah. It's 1980. Is the oh, okay. lowest? Yeah. Is so the you, lowest? Yeah. Okay. So you just okay. slid in there. Slid right in. Um, <laughs> I think you know we were thinking. I think we are holdovers from when our parents had jobs where they actually could work somewhere for 30 years and retire with a pension and you know have decent benefits and they were able to buy a home for their family and you know all the things my parents did not make a lot of money and um my parents 
went home like right before I was born or no right no after I was born and I think my you know they didn't I think have to put anything down I mean it's just very yeah. easy the rates weren't very high yeah the cost of a house wasn't <laughs> very much I know. you know yeah. um and you know I just think about all those things even with the student loan stuff like I think my mom told me like she had I don't know like four or five thousand dollars worth of student loans mm-hmm. and she was able to pay it off before I was born mm-hmm. and I'm not done paying mine off me either I'm I'll be lucky if I'll get it paid off before my oldest goes to college yeah I know. So. I figure, I just assured my kids that they can't roll it over to them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so when I so die. when I die, it dies. It dies. Yeah. It dies. It dies. And, yeah, because I would rather help them with their. Me too. Whatever, whatever they. Whatever they need. Yes. Yeah. And I will say my parents did that too. My parents helped us. Of course. A lot. You yeah. Know, with those things. But um, that's hard too because you got multiple kids. I know. You know. So, yeah. And at the time, you know. It's the same thing. We need to go to college, but apparently now we don't. We can still teach. Yeah, we can get still a teach. As I, long as we don't leave. As long as we don't leave, <laughs> then you're screwed. Then you're screwed. <laughs> don't come knocking at my door, honey, because we don't care. We don't care at all. We don't care about you. <laughs> we don't care. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. You know, I was, um... It's so funny because we both have that mindset about those. It's like if I could go. When I went to college, I like to get into the student union where Uh you would register. Like they had like, you know, a register. Like whatever. Like Discover Card, Visa, all of those like predatory lenders yes, were, were like all sitting outside. You had to like walk, walk through, through them, yeah. and they're like, "Hey, six pack of Diet Pepsi if you sign up yes. for the Discover card." It's like so or free tea. And I'm like, "Yeah, I want I, I, I want a Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi and some money." Yeah, that, I don't know how I'm gonna pay back, but I'm yeah, gonna that I don't it. have a job that pays over four dollars. Right. <laughs> I'm working at the student at the writing center at the yeah. college. Like, come yeah. on, yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. I can't pay this back. Yeah. And I also think, you know, um, Sally May. Like, I didn't know who she was, but I did not like her. I know. <laughs> I got I out of sure college. Yeah. Now she got a new name. Now she she's got, got all kinds of yeah, names. All yeah, all kinds of names. Naviant, whatever they are. Yeah. All the different ones. And I'm like. I know. So that tells you that there's money in yeah. servicing those. I know. That somebody's making money off of. Yes, they people are. going to college. And it ain't the people with the degrees. No. That, no. At least not for teaching. Not for teaching. Or social work. Right. Or, yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We just got to be innovative. And I think mm-hmm. if we teach our kids those skills too, you know. Yeah. And letting them know that maybe they don't have to go to big school, you know. Maybe stay out no. at a community college because you don't want to get all the debt. Or, yeah. You know, a lot of high schools are offering trade skills where you can graduate with, yeah. you know, a vocational certification. Yeah. So you at least have something. something that you can pay that credit card bill yeah. or you can pay for you to go to college. Yeah. So I just think those things are important. And even talking to, I was, my husband and I have been talking to our kids about real estate too. Yeah. You know, and just. You know, it's funny that you say that because I grew up, of course, in a small town in Western Kansas and you know, we had like a normal house for the time, mm-hmm. like, but we were kind of like on the wrong side of the tracks, but it didn't feel like the wrong okay. side of the tracks. Gotcha. But they just, you know, they yeah. weren't like huge houses right. or anything like that. Definitely not 
I don't think anybody had a house like people do now. But Yeah, no, McMansions. I remember my mom telling me that they bought it for $15,000. And it was a three, no, it was a two-bedroom, one bath, and then they added on a bedroom and a bath. Okay. Um, and then when they sold it, I want to say it was like ninety nine or two thousand, maybe two thousand and one. They sold it for like thirty grand. And I remember thinking, oh, there's no way I could ever get a mortgage for that, you know. And now here we are. Here we are. Yeah. And the first house that I bought was, let's see, <laughs> I think it was maybe two thousand. Three, two, 2004-ish, it was $69,000. Yeah. I mean, I believe it. And I thought, how am I going to afford this. a $450 mortgage, mortgage. payment? <laughs> I would love that now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I love a car payment, though. Uh, I, it's hard to find a car that's cheaper than that. It used that. to be, like, I used to think, oh, a car payment that's $300, that's really expensive. Yeah, that's stupid, that's stupid to do stupid that. To do. And now I'm like, oh, man, I'd love to have something in that, yeah. you know? Since just, when did cars become... So expensive. I know. And with lower interest rates, it's just, all like, the things. all the things. And I just, I now yeah. cars are just at least 40000 or more. At like, least. Like, it's just... And it's then a crazy. used car is not that much. Le- it's like, oh, it's thirty eight thousand. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Sixty five thousand miles. Yeah. No warranty. No warranty. <laughs> Tires are questionable. Few years old. Yeah. Yeah. AC's running lukewarm, right. but it runs. It runs. It runs. Close to full price. Yeah. As if it was on the brand yeah. new lot. Oh, and you'll have to have full coverage insurance yep. for this hoopty yep. because yeah, it's just yeah. It's just crazy. I think life can just be described as unnecessarily hard. And stressful, yes, it's like just you were so saying. Stressful. Yeah, yeah. It's just harder nowadays. I think it is. Yeah. And I think the teachers are feeling it, and for sure, this teacher shortage, and then the revoking of cert- certifications is just, yeah, it's just adding on. It's just adding on so much more. Yeah, I also I kind of um, I empathize as well with, like, admin because you know. They are getting direction yes, from, from people, people above yeah. them. And you know, they're like, oh, do I really have to go tell this person yes, that they can't? That they can't. I know how dreadful would that be to have yeah. to deliver that news. Like, yeah. we're, they're actually going to hold your certificate. They're going to hold it. Or, um, I appreciate you so much. You. Right. I mean, I would not want to do that. I, I can, you couldn't pay me to do that. Yeah. I, they had to revoke my certificate, then somebody had to tell me that. You I know? know. Like how, Yeah. and we all know that it rolls downhill. Yeah. You know, so I feel like there's some, a lot of the times, I shouldn't say sometimes, but I feel like a lot of the times they want to do things that they feel is in everyone's best interest, especially the kids and teachers, but they just can't, they can't. Yeah, because they've been given, yep. given orders and they have families yep. and they have student loan debt. Yep. And, you know, they have to like do what they're told. Right. And that would just be a horrible, I could not be an administrator just because I can't have 90 things going on every second. Right. My brain would be... I don't know how they do their job. I don't either. Because there's so many directions to be pulled in oh my gosh, to running yeah. a school or running a district or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, oh, 
couldn't. Yeah, and I couldn't be at the district level no. either because I and definitely you gotta give the news don't. to the principals and I mean it's yeah, just, yeah I definitely don't want that job. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. But I do think systemically society as a whole like we could do so much better. We could. And and we can. We can still it, do it. Yeah, and it would be you know I wonder if there's ever any studies on um like communities that have like solid schools and you know not even test scores but just like longevity and um you know like quality training and pd and fall and all of that and um if there's like a study on the effects that has on the community and because i would think that the kids in that area would would be thriving i mean if you, you yeah know, yeah i don't know i don't know maybe somebody out there knows <laughs> college. they're For, like god you guys graduated college you, we did we just our brains it was are just fried. yeah it was just a little while ago yeah yeah a little while Almost yeah 20 years for me uh yeah i i'm over that i was 99 for my undergrad okay so I was 04 for my undergrad yeah so we're we're not too far apart no not too far no. But yeah, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. I just, I'm going to look up if there's any other profession. That's experiencing this much. Yeah, and that doesn't. Oh, that will hold. Yes, your your credentials. Yeah. Yeah. Like, imagine if I'm a lawyer and I'm like, you know what? I know I signed my contract and it's five days past the, the, you know, get out of jail free card, but. I'm just mentally, I'm just not, like, nobody would nobody ever would say, because that would be a mistrial. Right. Like, if yeah. any opposing counsel caught oh my wind gosh, of that. Yeah. They would be like, wait, what? Yeah. And in the same token, if something happens on a campus with a teacher who has tried to resign yeah. and has documented why, whether it's a mental health or whatever it is, and then something happens, I wonder if, I mean, would a district be held account? I mean, I, I don't know. Too. Cause that's, that's a, I mean, I just, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something like that happen this year. I know. Yeah, it's sad to say. Yeah. One of the comments that I did get was a teacher that said that she felt like she was about 80% okay. And she's like, so, and her thing was, I am scared to death that I'm going to get a kid who pushes my buttons, who's, you know, kind of a, a more needy kid, mm-hmm. a more... And she's like, because I don't know if I can handle it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And I can't say that, you know, it's like, I feel like she probably came about that honestly. I know. I mean, it's been so crazy it's, the last three years. Yeah, it has. Or two years, whatever. I, I know. How? I think you're right. Two, two and a half. Two and a half. We're yeah. almost in the third year of this COVID madness. But I think these issues were always there. It just yeah. COVID brought it to the surface. Yeah. I felt bad for her, and you know I don't have any answers. Oh wait, maybe we do. I do host a teacher support right. group on Hape. Um, the platform is Hey Peers. H e y p e e r s dot com. And it's on Sundays at 2 p.m. Central. It's just an hour. And basically, it's a 
um, peer support group for teachers. There's a um, join anonymous button, you know, like what? you sign up like with your, you know, your email or okay. whatever. But then when it's time for the meeting, when you click join, it'll ask you. If, if you want to be anonymous. Yeah. And you, you know, there's no expectation, of course, to turn a camera on okay. or to even participate. So it's, it's like at your level. Like yeah. Like you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's called Hey Peers. Yes. And that's H-E-Y-P-E-E-R-S. Yeah. Dot com? Dot com, okay. yeah. And right now they are um, doing a, I can't believe I didn't mention this before. I keep forgetting. I know I'm you bad, do, but I just I'm forget s- sometimes. I'm like the world's worst <laughs> promoter but they um this is a new thing that they're kind of doing for um educators okay and so like this is only for teachers like okay. if there's an administrator there's not an administrator group yet, yet. and i think most of their um, sessions like they have all kinds of things like postpartum and um, family members with a personality disorder oh, i mean they have like they have all kinds yeah okay. um there's even like LGBTQIA groups. Okay. There's um, all kinds of stuff, and I think most of the groups are like six bucks a session. That's not bad. No, but this is because it's new. They're not charging, so you can sign so up for free. So for the teacher one is mm-hmm. it's free right now. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, and even maybe even go to the, one of the other ones just if they fit your yeah you know need. Yeah, you know I am always amazed. In fact, one of my um, um, group members said the last time they were there that they're just surprised that because we kind of talk about like just the struggles and the you know and it's like god I just want to rip my hair out because nobody understands that this kid needs more support right. or what you know all the things and they're like you know I know we like get into it but I always feel better and I'm like me too yes kind of like now like I know that like we complain and we're like all, all the, the things, things but, but it is very it's it allows me to be um, reflective too and cathartic yes. and just you know there's safe and um knowing that you're just not by yourself yeah. with it that yeah. lots of people feel this way right so yeah we do that on sunday afternoons okay. and like i said i thoroughly enjoy it I'm going to check out Hey Peers because that sounds really Yeah, cool. you should come. Just to see yeah. what's out there. And I like the anonymous yeah. option yeah. because, you know, we have to be careful about what, like, we put on social media. Yeah. That's another thing we need people to tell us about. Did you, like, have something, like, you're at a wedding with a glass of wine. And then you got in trouble. And you got in trouble or worse, fired. Fired because of that picture. Oh, yeah. Because it was kind of like that um, principal that had a picture of his him and his wife. Yeah. like his. like what yeah and it wasn't even like risque no no it's like shouldn't this be like held up as i don't know a healthy relationship modeling, modeling a healthy relationship yeah, a yeah. committed partner, partner. spouse yep. but oh, no we're just gonna yeah somebody didn't like it right educators <laughs> are human too right. we gosh all, we don't live at the school <laughs> and if i remember right the the man was like kind of like a rock star. Oh yeah, he's big, big shot. Man. Yeah, like yeah. people loved him. Mm-hmm. His, because he was a teacher and he did great with the kids yep. and the And then his staff loved him, yep. like his school district. Like, I, know. I think now you know they didn't obviously uphold his. I think they let him finish out his contract, but you know he's not there. Yeah. Um, which, hey, I wouldn't be complaining about that. No. And I think he's just doing like 
book tours and speaking engagements and consulting. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he'll come on our podcast. (laughs) I can tag him in it. Yeah. There we go. Hey, Hey. guy who had a picture (laughs) taken. You want to come? Yeah. Um, But yeah, like, what are those stories? Yeah, because I, but I like the anonymous button because. I would be horrified if I went to a support group meeting and then realized that maybe somebody in my district was also there that right. I didn't necessarily trust or know that well, right. and I had just like spilled it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I like that too. Actually, I think I would probably prefer that just so you, you don't know. Yeah, just you so know. you don't know. Yeah. I mean, I always join, of course, with my name because right, I want you're, <laughs> right. People to You're know. You're a facilitator. Yeah, that the, uh, you know, the, the facilitator is in the room. But, I mean, most of them don't. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it. Give, I don't blame them. Yeah. So, That's yeah. That's really cool. Oh. All right. Well, I mean, I think we solved all the world's problems. We did. We proved that we're profesh. We did. We are profesh, and we want to hear your stories. Yeah. So, please, like I said, late registration podcast, look us up on Facebook. Look us up on LinkedIn. Look, look us up on Twitter, Twitter Instagram. Instagram. Um, you can either comment on our platforms or you can DM us. Mm-hmm. Slide into our DMs, as the <laughs> young people say, as the Gen Z or whatever they say. Um, <laughs> I know that probably has a different meaning than what I, I think. Would, I always tell my kids, if I'm using the lingo... It's gone. It's, 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 it's over. It's over. In fact... <laughs> The other night, I said something to one of my social skills groups. I said, because a kid said something, and I said, no cap. And this one teen looked at me and said, please don't ever don't say ever that say again. That. And I said, that's so funny. My kids tell yeah, me that, too. Yes. I just can't get used to saying it. Like, my son says it all the time. He's like, you're capping. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah, they're but like, please, please don't, don't ever do that. Please don't. Yeah. Man. So send us your stories. We won't out you to the um, Ethernet. No. No cap. No cap. <laughs> I then always think I'm going to use it wrong. I know. Cap or no cap. No cap. No cap. So, no cap. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Late Registration Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Michelle. Thank you for joining us. See you next time. No cap. <laughs> I then always think I'm going to use it wrong. I know. Cap or no cap. No cap. No cap. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Late Registration Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Michelle. Thank you for joining us. See you next time.